0: You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast episode 31, and we can't start a brand new year without talking about goals, right? Now, in my experience, most teenagers just groan at goal setting. They've heard about setting smart goals a hundred times, and they likely do some sort of goal setting exercise in their pastoral sessions, personal development, or when they have speakers at school. So today, I'll share with you an alternative, practical and tangible and very quick and simple way to approach their goals, their wants, their desires for the year ahead. And guess what? You can use it too as a parent. I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study, and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hey VIPs, happy new year! I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and a really fun time, a really relaxing break, whatever you wanted it to be. And I hope you are feeling amazing about 2023. I am so excited for all of the plans that we have for you and your teen this year. I always feel this way at this time each year, but Each year just gets better and better than the last. So I know that this will be the case again this year. And I am feeling refreshed and energized as I really did get to relax and rejuvenate over Christmas. I have my dad over from the UK right now. He came for Christmas, which was wonderful, and he is still here. So I am playing the hostess, but I've tried to keep things very easy going. Luckily, none of my family are high-maintenance visitors. So I am very lucky like that. it is always really just more of me feeling like I have to be looking after them and making sure everyone's having a good time and having an agenda for each day (laughs) because you know me by now that's how I work and I have therefore consciously made an effort to be a little bit less full on with all of that which I have to admit I think everyone is enjoying including my dad and especially my husband So I am just ready to tackle and hit some goals. And so I thought I would share with you a super simple, clear and actionable way that your teen can help themselves move forwards and get into more productive habits this year. Plus, I will give you a couple of bonus pointers and tips that I think really take this idea to the next level in terms of its effectiveness and in terms of actually having your teen achieve those goals and this is something that anyone can use so you might like to give it a go as well in fact the first time I heard this because this is not a system a model that I came up with myself but the first time I heard it, it was actually on another podcast and the host was sharing it from someone that they'd heard use it, which was actually in relation to more personal aspects of life. And I'm afraid I actually don't know the right person to accredit this model to, but I can tell you that it isn't me. But I hope that me sharing it is helpful for you. And I can tell you that I have specifically used this with teachers. When I've delivered workshops for schools and for professional development seminars, I have used use this as the evaluation and action steps that I walk teachers through at the end of the day or at the end of the session. So it really can be applied to any type of person for any situation and in any way that you want to use it. So here it is. I will tell you the model and then I'll explain how I would personally relate it to students. And I'll give you a couple of ways that I think it can be honed for you to specifically use with your teen for their study. And I'll give you some specific examples and like I said a couple of bonus tips to maximize it as well. Okay, so here's what it is. You identify three things. These could be habits, processes, a way of living or working that you will number 1 start, number 2 stop, and number 3 keep doing. So you would have your teen think about and commit to or talk about it together and decide together on something that they will start doing, something they'll stop doing and something they'll keep doing in relation to their study. So this would be something that they want to start doing in their study that will get them the outcomes or the results that they want. Then something they will ideally stop doing, something that's currently hindering their progress or preventing them from working or achieving in the best possible way, and something that they are already doing right, that's helping them, that they need to keep up and keep doing. And the reason that I like this model is that it is super practical. I love that it is all about the how, because when you think about it, other models like setting smart goals, for example, they often specify the goal, but they don't really then consider the how. It's about the goal setting rather than the achievement, how it's actually going to happen. And I think this is kind of why students tend to yawn or groan or roll their eyes whenever there's yet another goal setting exercise given to them at school, because they have likely set goals left, right and centre. But often there's very little follow through or follow up. How often do those goals actually get revisited and evaluated? So let's take the example of smart goals, as that's probably one of the most common ones that we hear about. So S for specific, M for measurable, A is achievable, R is relevant, and T is time bound. I like the time bound part. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. It's become probably one of the most used for a reason. They are all good things to consider, but where is the how? Because if you've ever attended any of my webinars or parent events or just been following me on this podcast for a while... You will know by now that I am all about the how when it comes to your team study, to training and coaching hardworking teams in their study. Because in my experience, students are so often missing the how. They get the what, and if they've set a goal, they know the why, they need to know the how. So for example, they might get the feedback on their work of add more detail, but they're not always sure about how how do they do that without just writing more information or ending up waffling Or they might have been told you need to answer the question. Again, how? How do they figure out exactly what the question is really asking or what the mark scheme demands? Or maybe they want to hit more of the high-level success criteria, like going from appropriate to discerning evidence on those criteria. How? What makes the evidence discerning as opposed to appropriate? And of course, my (laughs) non-favorite, the good old study smarter, not harder. Sounds great. But how? How do they do that? So this is my first bonus tip on this. You could use a smart goal or any goal that has been set in any way that your teen wants to achieve and then layer that start, stop, keep method on top. So set the goal and then talk about what would need to change in what way and what would need to continue for that goal to be achieved to create that outcome. What would they have to start doing that they aren't doing already? What needs to be happening that isn't happening right now or hasn't in the past? Or perhaps maybe it's something that they have done a little of and they're just not doing enough or they need to do more or be more consistent with. And then What would they need to stop doing? What is causing them to be less efficient or produce lower quality work than they are perhaps capable of? And what are they already doing that they need to just maintain? What's already happening that they need to keep up? And that last one, the keep part, is really important because I think that's a really nice opportunity to acknowledge the positives, to identify their strengths and the areas that are working well. Perhaps they're already taking time to carefully proofread their assignments before they hand them in, and that is helping them to produce high-quality writing. Or perhaps they're already looking for and identifying command words in every question. And that is serving them really well. And they need to continue doing that. Or perhaps they already study with their phone out of the room, or they're great at asking their teacher for help if they don't get something on the first time around. This is a great way to include some praise and recognition of what has already brought them success so far. Because, Sometimes there is this tendency to only focus on what needs to be changed, what's not working or what they need to do differently. And I know that for hardworking, committed teens, the idea that they're going to pile on even more demands, put more and more onto their plate can feel pretty overwhelming for them and pretty stressful or worrying for you. And it's likely to end up just feeling heavy rather than energizing or exciting. So here's actually an added little suggestion. This could be a consideration for the stop element out of the three. The stop part could be something detrimental that they do need to stop doing, but it could also be something that is simply causing them to be working harder than they need to or something that's meaning they are too exhausted for the other things that are important to them or could be more effective for them. So, for example, they might stop writing out all of their notes longhand word for Word. Now that feels like something a really committed teen would do, but not only is it more time consuming, it also isn't the most effective way to learn and digest and remember information. They might want to therefore start condensing their notes as they write, transforming and processing that information into a different format. But this is my second tip don't fall into the trap of using the same issue for the start and for the stop. So in that example I just gave, the issue is the same. It's the issue or I should really say the skill of note-taking and automatically if they start condensing and transforming information then they will no longer be writing it all out longhand. Now I am all for efficiency and killing two birds with one stone. Oh my goodness, I should just say I saw someone in an online post recently highlight just how horrible that saying really is when you actually think about it. <laughs> and so ever since it's kind of stuck with me, but it still kind of slips out, and they gave an alternative, which was just kind of super cute, which was feed two birds with one scone. Like scone, scone. <laughs> which I thought was cool, but it's going to take a while for that to flow easily out of my mouth and probably for everybody else to get it too. But Anyhow, if we really want to maximize that outcome, the result, then we likely don't really want to be losing one third of the three action steps, which is what would happen if we made it really about the same thing. So quick recap so far. Tip number one is layer the start stop keep model on top of a goal that has been set in order to create the how in achieving it and making that how very clear and actionable. Tip number two is to identify different start and stop actions and the bonus mini tip that if they are already overloaded and putting a ton of pressure on themselves, consider using that stop element as an opportunity to find something that could be reduced or removed with the challenge of really thinking about how that is not going to just reduce their results, but is there actually something that could even create better results like not writing out pages and pages of longhand notes but learning how to make more effective and faster notes both during the learning and research so that is in catapult three of the 10-week grade transformation program in case you are curious about that and during revision and exam prep which is in catapult five so much of the program is about taking what is causing your team to work harder than they need to and not just reducing that, but actually tying it into something even more productive and positive. So, here is my third tip or suggestion on all of this. And this ties in with the conversation I had with Michelle Mitchell here on the podcast a couple of months ago. You can go find that in episode 22. And she talked about when her son had his final exams. And she actually asked him, what can I do to be supportive or helpful to you? She asked him what he wanted rather than just guessing what she thought it would be. And I realized when I kind of just thought back to this while I was planning out this episode, that his answers to her really actually fitted this model really well because he told her that he wanted her to stop talking so much so something that he wanted to stop and that he'd love for her to make him some good tasty lunches. So tip number three is that you could also use this as a way to just have a conversation with your teen. So rather than it just being a blank canvas that can kind of lead to just a I don't know, kind of answer from teenagers. Now, I'm not trying to be stereotypical there. I am simply referencing me as a teenager. (laughs) It could give you both a simple and clear way to have a conversation by asking them, what do you want me to start doing? What's something I could stop doing? And that all important, keep doing, because that is where they get to tell you something they actually appreciate and like from you already which I'm sure does not get mentioned as often as it should. Again, I'm speaking from my own experience of me as a teenager. (laughs) So for something simple and actionable and to give clear and tangible ways to move forwards and upwards this year, the start, stop, keep model could be a good model for your team ideally have them get a specific study-related goal in mind, and then they can come up with something they want to start doing, stop doing, and keep doing in order to achieve that goal. So they think, hey, if I'm going to achieve that outcome or result, or if there was a student who had that outcome or result, what would I have to start doing? What would they have been doing that I'm not currently? What would I have to stop doing? And what is already getting me toward that that I should keep doing? And I invite you to take me up on this Start Doing Tip right now. If your teen is not already in the 10-week grade transformation program and they are in years 9 to 12 or 10 to 13 in high school, depending on your school system, and they are doing well with their subject content, but would love to be achieving better results, even if right now they might not even believe that that's actually totally possible for them and be doing it with less stress, then I invite you to enroll them in the 10WGT, the 10-week grade transformation program. Or, if they are someone who is already getting excellent results and they just want to maintain them as they up level and tackle the greater demands of this new year group that they are about to start, and you would love to have that happen with less time, effort, and struggle along the way, then go check out the 10 week grade transformation program. It's on the Rock Solid Study website. Just click on program on the menu items. They will get instant access to the whole program. They can get started right away. Before before life gets busy and all the assessments start rolling in. And I literally guarantee it will produce the goal of better results with more confidence and less stress. Okay, I could not let you go without sharing that. And I hope that this year is a spectacular one for you and your teen. And I will be here each week on the podcast to help you make that a reality in their study. Have a brilliant week ahead. Enjoy the rest of the school holiday and I will see you back here next week. If you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program, where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks, or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program, and I'll see you there.